When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm James Deacon and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they are a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is journalist and radio presenter Jen Thomas. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Thanks for coming in to share your Desert Island Dicks. Thank you for having me. I love the opening music and it is just the jauntiest tune for what is essentially a horrific situation. So I think I, it's, I know, yeah. it's it's quite quite a nice contrast. Um, no, I really appreciate that. I, th- I think it likes to um, it throws people off because we're about to you know we're about to talk about some things that maybe uh, might upset a few people. But then you sort of saunter it into <laughs> it, you know, quite happily. Um, but yeah, no, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I, I didn't write it. I just edited it together. <laughs> but um, take the credit. It's fine. Okay, thanks, thanks, Jen. Jen, uh, who's going to be your first person through Desert Island? See. I tried to think about this and there are all these awful people in the world. There's dictators, there are these awful, horrendous leaders, but I'm a petty person. Okay. So I've gone for what some people will probably listen to and think, these are first world problems. Uh, <laughs> people that I hate, who I think are absolute dicks, are people that come and touch my tattoos because I am covered. I've got arms, legs, right. walking work of art, and I hate it. It is just... Why do you do it? I can see. So um, for the listeners, Janet has got tattoos all the way up her arms, very colourful, lovely-looking tattoos, Um, but you just don't like it when people just come and just feel like they can touch them. Well, the thing is, if I wasn't tattooed, it would be very strange if they just came up and stroked your arm. Very true. So it's usually on a night out or public transport, out of nowhere, someone will come up and just stroke my arm, and you're thinking, what are you doing? And unfortunately, it is nearly always men. There have ah, been a few okay. girls where, I don't know if you've ever seen it, you can buy these fake fabric tattoo sleeves. Yes. A few play, the shops I've are seen selling them, them for yeah. a while. Mm-hmm. And I remember on a night out in toilets, um, a very inebriated young lady mm. came up and tried to pinch my skin thinking it was oh, one of these fabric no. sleeves going, let me try it on. I was like, no, that's attached. That's my arm. That is yeah. my skin. Please yeah. stop pinching it. Um, but I think that was the only time a woman's done it. The rest of the time it is guys. Um and I was at the bar in Nottingham and the worst one was this guy came up, licked his fingers and then rubbed my arm oh, to see if it would no. come off. Like You know when you have your hand stamped for a club? Yeah. I think he was doing that and he's like, are they real? And Oh, you've like, just licked oh, yourself and rubbed it on me. Oh, but like for the benefit of the listeners, I'm, my arms are covered. There's a lot of tattoos. We're not talking about like one little one. Mm. It's a solid covering. So you sort of think, do you think I'd get up every morning and draw these on? Yeah. That would, be, that would take a long time. <laughs> I know, I, I kind of feel like that person wasn't thinking straight at the time, right? No, he just came up and licked it and rubbed it. I was like, oh, just don't, please don't do that. And then there's the inevitable question of, do they hurt? And yes, okay. You kind of want to say, well, it's a needle being dragged through my skin, so yes, it hurts, but 
touching it, no, no just yeah. don't like it. But there's sometimes where it's okay. Um, my left arm is mostly animals and birds and things like that, mm. and um, little kids love it. So children will reach out and touch it. No problem at all with that because kids have no filter. They have no filter. And the amount of times you hear, Mummy, there's a hedgehog, accompanied by them grabbing it and looking at it. But that's fine. That's a child. Yes, (laughs) okay. They're not aware of social mores. Yeah, and it's it's a hedgehog and a bunny. I love hedgehogs and bunnies. Of course kids are going to get excited by it. That's fine. They have a carte blanche to, to do that. Um, although probably telling them not to touch strangers would be a good idea. Yes. But it's understandable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, people that do that, and then the inevitable side effect of that is they then like to show you their tattoos. Right, okay. And Oh, you've got tattoos. Yeah. Let's ha- do you want to have a look at mine? Oh, and it's one that their mate did in their kitchen for a tenner, and it's oh, no. not good. Yeah. Or there's all spelling mistakes in it, or it's have you had to have you, have you had to pretend to like tattoos that you're yes. not interested in at all? Yeah. yeah, really. Oh, it's awful. And the thing is, like, they mean well, and I can be a tattoo snob because I go to the conventions, you go on waiting lists, mm. like, you spend a lot of money on them. Yes. Um, and then people will show you, and you sometimes go, "Oh, lovely! Okay, it's, yeah, it's really nice." Or um, people like ask you why you got them, and some of them I've got. There's a meaning behind them, but I just wanted a hedgehog, so there's no real deep and meaningful story. But that's that's less of a dickish thing than just touching a stranger. I think. I th- uh, yeah. That okay. wouldn't be good on a desert island having somebody that just keeps touching you. <laughs> no, yeah, that would be really annoying, and as well, just like just stop. Don't lick your hand. Don't oh, rub it on my that, arm. That was the worst one. That was about four years ago, and it's just stayed with yes. me. Oh. Sometimes those things go. What benefit has anyone got? Because it's a tattoo on your arm, but by touching it, all you're doing is feeling skin, right? I think the thing, when they do it, I think a lot of the times because they don't have any tattoos. So mm. there is an element of curiosity. I think they wonder whether it's going to feel raised, whether you can actually feel it. Ah. But ask me. Yeah, ask permission. Okay, like if, you yeah. want to go, if someone is sober, out and about, and wants a conversation about it, that's fine. Um, like I'll be on the tube, and if you reach up to hold the handrail, obviously your sleeve rolls up and people see it, and some people stare. Like being a tattooed woman as well, sometimes they move away. No. I had a woman move away from me on what? a National Express coach and cross herself because she saw I was oh, heavily wow. tattooed. Like, devil woman, get away from me on my coach. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's crazy. It's, this day and age. Yeah, it's weird. Um, uh, my grandparents have real issue with tattoos, right? mm-hmm. uh, as a lot of that generation do. And, and, you know, a lot don't. But my grandparents in particular aren't interested in tattoos at all um but one day i kind of caught my granddad off guard and i was like um i was like granddad what what do you think of david beckham and he was like he was like he's a real stand-up guy do you know what i love david beckham i think he's a great guy a great footballer he seems like a good bloke good dad i was like have you ever noticed he has tattoos all up his neck and his hands and everywhere and he it sort of stopped him in his tracks i was like you know you, one minute ago you were saying he was a good bloke and but you <laughs> condemn tattoos you know it doesn't make the person no it doesn't the the thing is is that david beckham is almost a bit of a joke in the tattooing community. Mm. Like, um, there's a tattooist that I follow on getting tattooed by at the Brighton Convention and he does all these really brightly coloured, really intricate designs and he's like, oh, give me some more of those black and grey angels, like a black and grey angel sleeve. Ah. And you do get people coming in that want an exact copy of a celebrity tattoo and that has a whole other yes. problem of, like, of copying and people stealing designs and things like that. But there's all these whole rules 
mm. in, in the community and in tattooing and things. But I think a number one thing is don't be a dick and touch people's tattoos. Great. Okay. So people, <laughs> tattoo touches I'm putting down. Yep. Okay. Tattoo touches goes on. And who's going to be your second choice? Technically, it's two people, but they kind of come as one entity. Okay. Uh, it's Flo and Joan off the TV advert. It's a pair of sisters that sing the most twee songs you mm. have ever heard. And I feel bad because I don't want to bash women that are doing what they're doing and doing very well in their career, but it drives me up the wall. I went to the cinema the other week and three of their different songs came on and the friend that I was with by the third one just went, fuck off! Uh, yeah. <laughs> just heard, just you in the cinema. Oh and all these people turning to look at us and you, know, you start laughing and you can't stop. Oh, but she great. was just so full of rage when they appeared oh, for the third time. She was like, no, get yes. off my screen. It's, just, it's kind of like um, oh. someone described it to me earlier. It's like kind of Kate Nash esque isn't it is it it is because it's all very spoken word and they've Mm. got a keyboard and this one about being sisters the thing that gets me I'm a writer I do a lot with words and they're doing these things going, I like dancing and I like standing still. Who likes standing still? Really, <laughs> yeah. put that on your Tinder profile and see how many people message <laughs> yeah. you like, I like standing still, good for you. Yeah. Or just going on about, I like salad and I like crisps. It's like, just no, Come on. stop it. And you know full well, if you're stuck on this island, there's no electricity for their keyboard, they're going to fashion an instrument out of some <laughs> coconuts or something and just sit there singing a twee song about your nightmare situation and... I'm on an island and I like it but I don't like being here. Yeah, I like it and I don't and I like coconuts and I want crisps. (laughs) No, shush, Flo and Joan. So how do you know they're called Flo and Joan? That's, it comes up on the bottom of the screen oh, it on comes the TV up on the ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's not their real names. That's the other thing. They've deliberately picked these twee names, which just adds to the whole caricature oh. of it. Um, so they've got this plinky plunky keyboard and they're called Flo and Joan. And oh, oh. no. Just, and they're just going to keep playing this. Uh, you know, they're going to keep making up songs. You're yep. stuck there. And this, yeah. Little okay. songs with the coconuts because the keyboard won't work. Um, tattoo Touchers and Flo and Joan. Uh, who's going to be your third choice? Rude people, particularly people that are rude to shop assistants or waiting staff in restaurants. Yes. Hate it. Yes. We need to stop these people. It's just awful. I think I went on a date once with someone and he actually clicked his fingers to get the waiter. Oh. Yeah. How long did he hang about? I was, oh, this was about 10 years ago, okay, so I was only so like 21. I didn't right. really know much better, and I, I didn't have a second date, but now I'd get up and leave. Yeah, okay, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nowadays yeah. I would. Fortunately, my boyfriend does not click at waiters. But uh, that guy, Good. oh, I wanted the ground to open up a swallow me, and I left a really big tip to say sorry oh, to the staff because I yeah. felt so bad. That's so rude. He didn't want to leave a tip either. Oh, he didn't want to no. leave a tip. He was just a terrible person. Um but I've, the bag I'm carrying with me today says, be nice or go away. Oh, <laughs> when I was good, in the yeah. shop earlier on, the girl behind the till was like, we need a print of that. We need a print <laughs> of that behind the counter because people are rude. And I just think, I used to work in a shop um, and I worked in a fast food restaurant when I left school. And it's almost that it's in, because you're behind a counter, people lose all basic respect mm. and they can be so rude. Or like people yes. would come up and be on the phone and not put their phone down. So you're right, trying to ask them yeah. questions or trying to serve them. So what I did when I worked in a shop was I'd just stand there and look at them. Yeah. And like they'd be like gesturing for me to carry on and you just keep looking at them until it, they put yeah. the phone down. Get off the phone and we can deal with this. <laughs> yeah, right. so get off the phone and then I'll process your stuff. And I just see, it's just, 
Manners. I'm very proud of my five-star Uber rating. Oh, wow. You're five-star? Yeah. Wow. You must have never have cancelled an Uber. No. That's amazing. I'm really polite. I make small talk with them. Yeah, I've gone proud of those five stars. What? I feel like I've never met anyone with a five-star Uber rating. I feel rating. like I need to prove it yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got five stars. Five I, stars. Ch- I, I don't want to touch tattoos, but I want to almost check that you're real because like, I've never met anyone. There we go. Wow, it's real, listeners. I'm holding up my Jen Uber Thomas at him. has a five star Uber rating. <laughs> I'm sure my friends and family and are going, really? Uh, She's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast, right? Okay. Wow, that's amazing. I'm now on many people's dick list. Like, don't want to be on an island with her, <laughs> sanctimonious. I know, smuggling. yeah. <laughs> She'll just be nice to me the whole time, so I rate her five star out of coconuts. <laughs> I, um, I, I think I'm like, I could, I could check it. Should I go and check it? You're going to be competitive now. Are you no, a competitive mine, person? Mine, no, mine. What I mean is, mine's way less. And <laughs> a, a, anyone that, and but mine is mainly from um, being on a night out, right? You book an Uber, and then someone's like, "Oh, mate, I haven't had a chance to speak." I speak to them, and then I look at my phone, and they've cancelled. And you're like, "Oh, I left them waiting just maybe one minute too long." Oh, no. I know, and that's it. See, I'm always the eager beaver that is waiting at the pickup point. Then uh, I book it, and that's then they're like, "Hi," whenever they turn up, and you're already there. Um, but I think perhaps being in the job that I'm in, you get a lot of people talking to you and telling you their stories. Mm. And for some reason, I always seem to get the Uber drivers telling me the stories about the worst people they picked up. Oh, so you get to hear right. all the nightmare stories. Oh, like there was wow. one driver who picked up a woman in her 40s who'd had a few too many wines. Uh, she didn't put a seatbelt on and they had to do an emergency stop and she hit the back of his seat and then had a nosebleed everywhere and then because she had a nosebleed she was sick then she started shouting abuse at him because she'd been sick and it was just apparently an absolute nightmare and I'm sat there in the back going I'm just going to make small talk with you this is fine trying not to look around wondering where the the blood and the sick had been oh no I didn't even (laughs) think of that element oh that's horrible but yeah I get people telling me all these stories and things it must be something about you that people they they just want to open up and tell you everything we are like that woman in the shop earlier saying to get the be nice or go away print and everything perhaps I should have a sideline in like psychotherapy or something going tell me your stories tell me your problems are there any other occasions that you could think of uh, with rude rude people that you've witnessed in particular when I worked in a fast food restaurant Mm. um, they had recently done away with the star system on your badges so nobody had any stars Mm -hmm. and I was 16 working there didn't have any stars and these guys came in and it had your name on the tag and they're one of these people where they weren't being rude Hmm. but they're being overly nice to be annoying so they're constantly using your name so they're going how are you Jenny oh I'm good Jenny I'll have that thanks Jenny yes Jenny get that for me Jenny and you're like oh yes okay yeah why haven't you got any stars Jenny like nobody's got any stars so why haven't you got any stars and I was training people at that point so I would have had the five and this is going to make me sound awful. This will make me sound like a massive dick. It was at uh, one of the restaurants that tried out the new items before they went anywhere else. Ah. Um, and it will give away the chain now because they do chicken selects. Okay. The reason yeah. they're called chicken selects is because we discovered during that trial nobody can say the word goujons. Ah. Which normally I was really patient with. So people would go, I want the chicken gouge. And you go, yeah, goujons, I'll get them for you. But this guy, because he'd spent a good two minutes just going, Jenny, yes, Jenny, get that for me, Jenny. Mm. He was going to want the chicken gouge. So I was going, chicken burger. No, chicken things. 
chicken nuggets when oh, you full well what good. he wanted yeah. um, and then he really kicked off asked for a manager and the manager backed me up and did the same so we were just saying we didn't know what he wanted because he couldn't say the word goujon because he was oh, rude oh yeah well fair <laughs> enough yeah but oh you saw the worst in people when you work there like people are so impatient they lose mm. all sense of time oh, in I've those sort of it. situations yeah. so say they order something and it's not ready and you say to them, okay, it'll be 10 minutes. Mm. So what I used to do was actually write the time on the receipt and go, okay, so now it's 2.15, this will be ready at 2.25. You can guarantee at 20 past, they'll start going, I've been here for 20 minutes. Mm. But you haven't, though. It's been five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I've written like, it on there. <laughs> we're so used We've to things being writing. ready so quickly. Mm. Um, that in that environment, I think they almost lose track of time and it feels like forever uh, because they see everyone else getting their stuff and they get really impatient and people can just be really rude. And I think even the nicest person, there's something about fast food or about queuing in shops yes, that yeah. just brings out really negative traits. I've seen it. People in there just being really rude. It's just like, yeah, I need sauce with this or whatever. And it's just like, that's not how you... <laughs> ask for things that's not how you do this do you so know I mean? just, if they were on the island they'd be the sort of person that would be clicking the fingers asking mm. you to get stuff to go and, and get something off the plane that is left there and they'd just be me going sorry what what was, what was that you didn't quite say it properly no no yeah <laughs> yeah. Like, well Flo and Joan are singing a song about it in the corner <laughs> yeah that was an interesting way to say please yeah <laughs> so what what was that I didn't Magic say please word. well go and get it yourself then <laughs> I is never that... knew I was such a passionate person about manners yeah <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, rude people, all rude people, which is great because, like, I don't want them here so they can be on the island. Um, okay, so rude people. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now, mercifully, among the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad? See, I agree with Amy from her episode. Mm. My most hated food is mayonnaise. <gasps> hate it. I hate it equally with a passion. So Amy's been wanting to create some anti-mayonnaise campaign that I think she's calling hashtag Mayno. Yes. Um, but for... Because that's already I been taken. I can't believe this. Oh, it's awful. But mayo's just like... I mean, I didn't know it was such a problem. So Amy said it, and then Ed Knight came on the podcast, and he said mayo as well. Oh, it's awful. And I think one of the reasons that it's so divisive is because it's in every sandwich. Mm. Quite a few places are cottoning onto it now and doing ones without it with no this big mayo. sticker saying yeah. no mayo. Mm. But um, I'm allergic to dairy anyway. Mm. But before, I was allergic as a child, then it went away, then it came back. So in the period that I wasn't allergic to it, I hated mayonnaise. Um but now it's annoying for me because you'll see a sandwich and you think, oh, I can have that. Oh, no, wait, it's got mayonnaise in it. But oh. because that's already been taken, my uh, most hated thing is prawns. Prawns. I'm terrified of them. <gasps> Actually phobic of prawns. Prawns. If you're listening, please don't be a dick and send me pictures of prawns because you think it's funny because you'll go straight to the top of the dick list because people have done that because they think I'm winding them up. Um, I'll be sure not to use a gif of a oh, prawn God, to don't. promote this. I was once walking through Chinatown uh, with my ex and 
for a laugh. He went, oh, look, puppies. And I turned around in the window. It was floor-to-ceiling prawns. And I turned around and threw up on his shoes. <laughs> no, it's that bad. <laughs> it was a really visceral reaction. He went, oh, my God, I thought you were joking. But no, I'm terrified of him. Where does this stem from? I don't know. I remember when I was about 10 years old, we, me and my family went on holiday to Spain. And I hated prawns anyway. Um, and I remember we were in a restaurant and my sister was learning Spanish. So my parents were going, OK, you do it. So she ordered this paella and it turned up full of seafood. And my parents don't particularly like seafood either. And my dad, for a laugh, went, oh, look, one of your favourite bands is on telly. So I turned away, turned back. He put a giant prawn on the edge of my plate. Oh, I screamed, no. pushed away from the table, <sighs> tipped over backwards in my chair <laughs> to oh, get away wow. from it. And the rest of the holiday, every time the waiters saw us, you heard them going gambas, which I believe is Spanish for prawn. Prawn. Uh, that's what the earth they kept calling me. And then at a previous job, they found out that I was scared of them, so they changed my lock screen on my computer to prawns. And I kept, I couldn't go near it. I was like, mate, if you want me to do any work, you have to change it. You wow. have to get it's rid that, of it. Oh, what? Ne- I don't know if I've ever met anyone that's, that has such a phobic it's the of beady little eyes. They just do you not think they look like evil little bastards? I think they do <laughs> look like evil little bastards. Yeah, I mean they don't. They okay by all accounts they don't look that. They're like something well, you want to go near, right? Well, Especially the like. Well, I don't want to. I really don't want him to be sick in the studio. No. But um, <laughs> you know when they're sort of crawling around and stuff oh, before. No. Is it, so living and dead prawns? Any. If they're shelled, fine. So like Iceland oh, or wherever, like prawn ring from a supermarket, fine. It's the eyes and the face and the prawns are dicks. It's so funny for me being able to swear, by the way. Being oh, a radio yeah. presenter, I'm just like, I'm going to swear. Go to town, yeah. Prawns are dicks. Crabs are dicks. Lobsters are dicks. It's just the, the eyes. Ah, crustacean okay. bastards. Yes. <laughs> There is, yeah, obviously <laughs> some very obvious similarities between those. So you, you don't like that whole sort of like leggy eye crawling. No, which on a desert island is a pretty bad thing. To be fair, you'd have to wade out quite far, I'd have thought, to find a prawn. But crabs hmm. on the beach are a real thing. Yes. I was in Norfolk last year and was sat minding my own business and a crab burrowed up out of the sand. I wasn't aware that they buried themselves and I ran a mile. Really? <laughs> ran away. Wow. But then later on, because I'm like vegetarian and everything, um, was walking down the beach and these kids were rock pooling. And I walked past this rock pool and there was a massive crab in it. And I could see these kids coming. So I went and scared the crab away so they wouldn't get it. Even oh. though I was terrified of the crab, there's me like dropping rocks in to save oh. this crab. Because it was massive. I thought, you've been there for ages. And I didn't want these kids to get the crab. Just even though I was terrified in. of it, there's me like, oh God, trying to poke this That's crab. good of you. Oh, no. um, face your phobia to save that crab. Yeah, I was kind of conflicted between being scared of it and not wanting it to die. <laughs> so I have some questions for you. <laughs> How do you feel about, like, insects? I don't like them. Don't like them either. Well, that's the other thing. Ugh, I sound like I should be living in a hermetically sealed bubble, but I'm also it, allergic to mosquitoes. So I would probably die very quickly on this island, so most of this is probably... <laughs> None of this is working out for you, I don't think. Okay. Yeah, um, allergic to mosquitoes. I hate spiders. Um, well, I think you, I think that's quite common. Yeah. But, you see, like, I'm not bothered about a spider. A spider's there, I'm, you know, I've got, I'm going to scoop it up and chuck it out the window for the rest of my family. I won't kill like them. Spiders. I'll no, get rid of them. Again, of I can't. I can't kill them. Um, <laughs> prawns. I mean, can you can you can you take it to like? I know there was the prawn on the plate moment. Yeah. Is there a specific moment where you th- first thought, "I don't like that"? I think I've just 
I don't know. I can't even remember. It's a just like in moment. your being. I've just, yeah, I've just been terrified of them. Just <gasps> the face of them. But you said that your parents don't like seafood either, really. They eat it. Yeah, okay, but they, fine. they eat it. Like my mum eats fish. <laughs> Again, I think on that same holiday, she ordered a sea bass and they brought it out with the head on to show her first. She's like, I don't want to make friends with it. Like, no, take it away. That, um, yeah. But no, they. Um, yeah, I don't think they ever really ate pool. Probably because I was terrified of them. Right. They never got them. But um, That is amazing. Yeah, so you'll have them at Christmas and things. But I had. Um, Again, another ex that thought it was really funny. So we'd go to a restaurant and he'd order it and then put the heads on his fingers. Oh, So then um, no. he was waving them at me and I ended up making a fort out of oh. menus uh, around me so that I couldn't see oh. the prawns and all these people I mean, that is quite a good us. trick, though. If yeah. you're going to do oh. it, I mean, I can I can tell that I'm putting you through some distress <laughs> continuing this So basically segment. my worst nightmare food would be a prawn cocktail with the mayonnaise and the prawns that are just, yes. no... I would starve. If the mosquitoes hadn't killed me already, mm. um, well, being vegetarian, I wouldn't eat them anyway, but yes. that's, I think the worst case scenario would be a plane full of meat, but I think if it was down to a survival issue, I'd probably eat it, because if it's that or not dying. Yes, yeah. Um, but prawns, or oh, no, nightmare. Aller- allergic to mosquitoes. Mm. How's holidays for you? Bad, because they really like me. Do there's, they? Yeah, there's something in my blood that I get bitten to shreds do you absolutely bitten to shreds yeah what what is it like i know certain people just are attracted more i i, I find it's to do with the blood type or it's a certain amount i think it's a vitamin or something in your blood that they like but i'm blood type b negative which is quite a rare blood type and i think they ah. prefer negative i may be completely wrong and i'm sure there's a scientist somewhere who will correct me but mm, please there's something you... in the blood that they like some people never get bitten like we go on holiday, my mum gets eaten alive, I get bitten, but my dad and my sister Fine. never get anything at all. Oh, so that's annoying. You want to almost want to put those people yeah. on the island, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I got oh I got absolutely bitten alive, um, and then reacted really badly to it. So you um you kinda like you you must have to put on heavy spray, like proper Spread. Oh, yeah, all the citronella stuff, the wow. candles. I never open windows in summer, so I have like a really boiling hot room. <laughs> I would rather have a boiling hot room with a fan on rather than risk mosquitoes. Mosquitoes, oh yeah, my god. Not, could... not good. So if we can have a desert island without mosquitoes, that'd be lovely. <laughs> I mean, it is the worst island, uh, and like it's been proven so far, it's the worst island on the planet. <laughs> and so unfortunately, there probably will be mosquitoes. Um, what's going to be your drink choice? Carrying on with the hermetically sealed bubble life for Jen, uh, milk, because I'm also allergic uh, to that. Right, okay, <laughs> yes, we touched on this already. And also, if you're in a really hot, tropical island, that would curdle really quickly. Milk was a and bad you choice. Don't want, yeah. yeah, exactly, you don't want the sour milk. And the smell, it wouldn't taste nice. No. Plus, I'd be allergic to it. But that and the mosquitoes, nobody wants that. No, I mean, I'm starting to go off milk a bit. Like, um, I've, I've been eating it on my cereal for a very long time and having it in my tea. Recently, I've been having these bowls of cereal and I've been thinking... It tastes really sour because I, I couldn't have it at all growing up because it was a childhood allergy from birth. And mm. then you sort of grow out of it, which is quite common. Um, and the first time I had it, it was just so sour. Yes. It's got a really sour aftertaste. Mm. And when you actually think about where it comes from, I know, it's a bit that's, weird. Yeah, it is weird. It is a bit weird. But yes. the thing now is, when I was a kid, there were no other options. Uh, it was just like, you could get goat's milk and that was it. Whereas now there's like cashew, almond, hazelnut, soya, there's loads. So but They talk about all the benefits of giving your kids dairy because I remember like when I had my daughter, um, we moved to whole milk because they were like, you want to get whole milk. So mm. she has all this calcium and stuff. So, Maybe there are benefits, right, if you can have it. Oh, yeah, but a lot of them now have the 
they have the vitamins and stuff added. So like okay. the, the soya milk and things that I have have vitamins and calcium and stuff added to it anyway. Right. Obviously, it doesn't have quite the same levels, but, but yeah, it's a lot better than it. it used to be 20, 30 years ago, what you could get. There was like next to no choice at all. Right, But yeah. I think milk or if it was... Um, if it was something that I could actually drink that wouldn't do me damage, it would probably be gin. Oh, what? Would be my dick drink oh, is gin. Gin? Yeah. Lovely it's gin. so hipster at the moment. You'll find that like, everywhere is a bloody gin bar. Well, there are, yeah, that is, there is an epidemic of that, but... Just gin it's bars not that, everywhere. I say that isn't gin's fault. <laughs> yeah, but it's horrible. I think it's one of those things that people say they like because it's fashionable to like or because people think it's cool to like it. I, it's not nice. Look. Um, I've gone with you up to this point, but uh, you know, actually, my my uh, spirit of choice would be rum. But I'm partial to a gin. If a, a gin and tonic, the right tonic with a with a, but tonic's a, de- disgusting a decent as well. gin. Oh, tonic is disgusting. Again, Jen, you're denying no. yourself a beautiful I've moment. I've tried them in my journalism. I'm ranting now. In my journalism, <laughs> I get sent to these events, and mm. I got sent to one where it was all these different gin and tonic tastings. And this poor man was like, "You just need to try the right one." Nope didn't like them. Oh, I just didn't like <laughs> it at the, all. There was one that I remember trying once and it was a cocktail that was like uh, gin, lavender and cucumber. And it was because the flavourings that were with it were so strong and so sweet because I've got a really sweet tooth and I right. think gin is quite bitter. The mm. tonic and the, the quinine and things in it, they're yes. also very bitter and very dry. And also there's all that research recently saying that people that really like gin are psychopaths. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah. okay. That, that, did you read that? No. That was but... about a month or two ago where it's saying that people who gin is their favourite drink are psychopaths. I, um... I love vodka. Okay. All right. Well, no, I, I, I do like vodka, but gin, I really think it's, it is nice. I just think it's it's one of those drinks that's going through a phase. It's a bit of a hipster drink. You're on the island, you open up the cargo of the plane, and you can just drink yourself to death, So. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. plough through the gin. Or hopefully, I don't know, use it to sterilise the mosquito bites. Yes. <laughs> that's it. Douse myself in gin, the yeah. mosquitoes y- might leave me and, alone. Yeah, if you drink enough of it, they'll probably just stop biting you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll all just be drunk. Coming out of your pores. Yes. Yeah, I could probably put up with Flo and Joan if I had enough gin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true, yeah. And all the rude people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> This is turning out to be quite the nightmare island, I think. Um, so you kind of got milk and gin, mm-hmm. two for one. All right, that's all right. I'm more than happy with that, um, apart from the gin. Jim, fortunately for you, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck. It only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time, and the other is your least favourite song. What are they and why? Least favourite film is The Martian. The Martian? The one with Matt Damon. <gasps> Okay. I, I go to the cinema a lot. Right. And it was one of a handful of films I can think of where I very nearly walked out. It was boring. You're watching like two and a half hours of a guy growing potatoes in his own shit, basically. <laughs> it's true. He <laughs> does. Then, then again, could probably get some tips. Because uh, he's yeah. stranded on a planet somewhere, I'm stranded on an island. Yes. But I am terrible at science, mm. so I would probably just lie down and cry with my gin. Yeah. Uh, whereas he actually tried to do something about it. But it was just really long and really boring. And also, if you're stranded on an island, I don't think you want to be watching a two-hour long film of someone else that's stranded on a planet. That's 
reminding yes, you constantly. Of, that you're also stranded. And because you see all the people at home that get told he's, sorry for spoilers, get told that he's dead, so they're all heartbroken and really upset, and then they find out, oh, no, wait, he's alive, and everything goes wrong, and he's growing potatoes in his own poo. And oh, Well, I mean, I can barely <laughs> remember what I did last week, but I remember watching it and enjoying it. I did, like, oh. didn't it win awards? Was it award-winning film? Doesn't mean it was good. No, it's true. That is very true, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I'm learning this. Things, I'm learning things this. have got all these accolades and they're mm. terrible, terrible films. Okay. I do remember watching it and thinking it was good at the time. It's just boring. Oh, right, okay. And just, it was also brown. Just like... Yeah. <laughs> was it because the planet he was on? Yeah. The potatoes and everything else. Oh, yeah, okay. No. Okay. It's not, it's not the happiest of films. No, I okay. think it would either be like that or Castaway is the last thing you want to be watching when that's, you're stranded on an island. True. Yeah. Look, we're all stranded. Look how futile things are. I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, can I not have a Disney film or something? Uh, yes. <laughs> no, this is the worst possible island, yep. unfortunately. The Martian would be my worst. The Martian, right. I, I like. I, that's even the kind of film that I watched probably at the time and thought, oh, I'll revisit this one day. But now maybe I won't. No. <laughs> it's not worth it. No. Oh, wow. I very nearly walked out of the cinema and that very rarely happens. I can only think like two other occasions where I've had to walk out and I very nearly walked out. It was that boring. Oh my God, okay. I can't think of anything worse than it being stuck on loop. Particularly once you know what happens then you've got to sit through the first two hours of it. Okay, The Martian. The Martian's your film choice and what's going to be your song choice? Uh, M People, I think it's called Proud. It's that What Have You Done Today to make okay. you feel proud one. What have you done today to make you feel proud? What have M People done to upset you? When I was 16, I had a job in a call centre and that was the hold music. So uh, I worked there for about two years and every time you put someone on hold, you also heard the music. Oh, no. And it was that same song. And I remember about two years in, they changed it to Jet. Are oh, you going to be my girl? And I was so happy that they changed the song. Yeah, like, you didn't mind yeah, yeah. for six months. And then I left, it was fine. But yeah, that M People one every single day, you lost count of how many times you heard it. And she's got such a warbly voice. And I also think if you're stuck on this island, you're just going to be mm. hearing on repeat what have you done today to make you feel proud nothing because I'm stuck on this island yeah. I've done yeah. nothing to be proud of yeah. I'm still here <laughs> um, so less of a vendetta on the song specifically but the amount of times that you were uh, and it's a terrible song and it, okay oh fair <laughs> enough didn't M people am I right in thinking that they won a uh, Mercury Prize one year did they win the Mercury Prize I don't know maybe I think they did I could fa- I'll fact check that and I don't know what I'll do with it. Maybe it'll be for that song. But Google uh, it in your own time. But I think <laughs> they did, which is... Um, I, d- I don't know. Wasn't it used for like one of the, the electoral campaigns as well? I'm pretty sure Labour yes. used it for something. I think you're like, right. Loads of people made jokes about it. There's that, and I think... Um, did, Desiree won about the I'll have a piece of toast and watch the evening news or something. Ah, that life, that one. Oh, yeah. That's a bit Flo and Joan. That the is same sort of spoken word. Just no, thank you. I like my music loud. I like my music heavy. I mean, I love a bit Backstreet Boys. Don't get me wrong, but it's just not not that song. If I had to hear that on repeat, it would just drive me crackers. That and Flo and Joan. So imagine being hearing that. You're switching that off, and in the distance, you just hear them warming up with their coconuts. You're like, oh, and then you turn the volume knob back up. 
M people. I love music so much and it would just really bother me that those are my two choices. I think I'd just end up walking around singing to myself and slowly driving myself mad. Die in silence, that's yeah. it, yeah. Okay, <laughs> M people proud. Um, I can't really fight their corner because, you know, I mostly agree with you. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Jen, and finally, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals, which animal is it and why? Prawns. <laughs> prawns! <laughs> or crabs. Crabs are more likely. Prawns. I know I've already said prawns for food, and they're unlikely to actually be running over the island. So for on the island, let's say crabs. Okay, crabs. Because they can be land-based and running around. And it comes up and just surprises you when you don't need it. Yeah, you'd be trying to paddle and trying to break away from the mundane existence that is your life on mm. this sandy beach, and there's a crab. Have you seen how quick they are? Yes, they, they are, are quick. fast little sods, yeah, as I discovered on that beach yeah. in yeah. I am not an athletic person, mm. but I sprinted away oh, from yeah, that. Crab. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just running sideways and oh, it's just they're really fast. They move sideways. They've mm. got the beady eyes. It's the eyes that bother me. That come up. They three, are weird, aren't they? Of the crabs and the prawns and the lobsters, they've all got the weird eyes. No. I'm not a, not a fan of those at all. So okay. that would be my nightmare. I think I would then try and retreat in onto the island into the woods only to have the mosquitoes because, isn't it... I, I don't know whether this is true. You'll probably have to fact check it. I think that you don't get many mosquitoes by the sea. I think it's ah. something to do with the salt water and things like that. I don't think they like it. So actually on the beach itself, you don't get many mosquitoes. So I would ah. be thinking, I'm safe here, but there's crabs. Right. And okay. in some places you get giant crabs. Oh, like these no. massive great things. And you things. imagine on an island like this, they oh. would be big. And they can hurt you. That's the thing. Like yeah. the the prawns, I know, is completely irrational. Mm. Like the worst thing that's ever happened from a prawn is someone getting food poisoning. Yep. A crab can actually hurt you with the pincers and yes, things. Yes, it can like attack. So I think that's a slightly rational fear. You're and sleeping lobsters. on the beach, and it's just pecking at your head. Mm, yeah, oh. but I don't. It's weird. I'm not really. I'm not phobic of crabs and lobsters. I just don't like them because they're similar. Whereas prawns can't even look at them. No, it's okay. weird. They're like a definite. Thing. And I know people are going to think I am incredibly strange now. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, no. It's, 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 Why do I mean, you want some people scared of like baked beans and belly buttons? Oh, yeah. I mean, on this very podcast, people have gotten quite upset about cats and dogs. And, you know, oh, cats they're, they're everywhere and they live in people's houses. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I think it's fine. It's quite, it's quite an. Do you know what I mean? You're not keeping a crab as a pet. <laughs> Well, you, you, someone might. Well, someone you know. probably does somewhere. Well, if you do, then I'd love to have you on this podcast to have a little chat about <laughs> your, it. Your pet crab. And for this week's special, Des Island Dicks, <laughs> it's a crab special where we're just going to talk about the fact that this person owns a crab. It does seem like a strange thing to eat. I mean, obviously, food-wise, everyone else would be happy if the island was overrun with crabs because mm. they'd have loads of food, but I'd just be running away oh, and like, yeah. trying not yeah. to eat them and just crying at the fact Don't that there's milk and crabs everywhere. Flo and Jonah, you tattoo touches. You, can you just, you do a bit. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can go and get bitten by crabs. <laughs> just, no, no thank you. So, crabs. Crabs is going to be your animal choice. Jen, thank you so much for coming and sharing your Des Island dicks with me. I never realised I was such an angry person. <laughs> this has been quite cathartic. Just <laughs> like, yeah, for you to vent. Yeah, let it all out. No, that's what it's thank all about. Thank you for having me. Um, no, no, thank you very much for uh, coming in. Jen, if people want to hear you, where can they hear you? I am on Fly FM every Thursday from 7 till 8pm mm -hmm. and I am on Heart Yorkshire every Sunday 12 till 4pm and yep. also I write for the Metro yep. so if you have a read on Fridays there's quite often interviews with bands that I've done in there so 
Amazing. All over the place. Thank you so much, Jim. Thank you. 